0: Check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing. Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee. And now your host, Yvonka.
1: Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Ivanka I am your host and we are building our financial dynasty. And let me help you to build yours. Adrian Landis is in the building and we are on our third part of Financial Dynasty Building. Welcome, Adrian. Hey guys, nice to be back. I am so excited. I, I, I just love this. So many people have reached out and said, hey, this is really helping them. So for the people that have not heard, they're hearing this one first. Go back to see uh, and hear the uh, the first and second uh, series uh, parts uh, on this subject. So, Adrian, Yes. Are you enjoying it?
2: I am. I think it's, you know, what she's saying, people have reached out. I think it's a wonderful way, especially in these times to, you know, let's practice our money management. Let's, you know, practice doing things the right way and being good stewards of our money and knocking out some debt. I've noticed that a lot of people are kind of coming out and speaking out and saying, yeah, I've got debt. I'm just trying to figure out what to do with it, how to manage it. And this is going to help y'all.
1: Totally going to help you. So you have to look at it this way, is that, okay, I may have to curb my spending now, but guess what? There will be a day that you won't have to curb as much, but you will have a bigger bank to consider in your purchases. You will stop spending frivolously and really think out your sales and, yeah. your, and your buys and all that kind of stuff. So let me, let me tap into that okay, the older you get, when you're young, you buy everything. Anything that you got money for, you buy everything, okay? You
2: do. The older, you do. (laughs) You
1: do. Okay, everybody's done it, okay? Because you get
2: excited, especially when you're starting to, you know, your money is starting to increase, you get excited, so it kind of makes you, oh, I have money to go do this, or oh, I have money to go do that. It makes you happy. And the biggest thing is,
1: you know, uh, my mom used to say, uh, don't let the money burn your hand. So, you know, that saying is true, is that money burns your hands, okay? It does. But the older you get, you start making more sound purchases. You make sure that it's stuff that you truly, truly want.
2: It makes and you more cautious. because you're, you're starting to try to, you know, learn finances and learn financial stability.
1: Yes. And so you say, okay, here you go. I need to figure out exactly what I want to buy and what I really need. Not what I want, not what I see other people have, but what I really and truly need. Yes. And so it's like, okay, here you go. What do I truly need? I truly need a home because I got to have a roof over my head. I truly need a reliable car to get back and forth to work. And I truly need... A savings account for my rainy days and even for my good days of just being able to go out and buy something nice for myself. You should not save money just for rainy days. I'm not of that belief. I know a lot of people are, but I'm not. So let me say this make sure it's not frivolous spending. So let's talk about it. Evaluating your
2: expenses. That is huge, you guys. You know, and if you have not done this, please listen and try to apply these things because it'll really help you. About
1: Yeah, evaluate your expending. First, start with a budget. So many people talk about Dave Ramsey's uh, budget planning. You know what? I'll say this. I love Dave Ramsey. I'm one of his ELP um Uh, preferred agents, but I will say this, okay, and I've done his financial planning and it is wonderful, okay, but it's not made for everybody. No, it's not. And you can get really overwhelmed sometimes with his if you are truly not ready for that kind of strict discipline. discipline. I agree. My financial planning is a little different. It's more taking baby steps to get to the greater of you.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know what I realized? That there are so many people that don't operate off of budgets. And you would think that most people would have some type of concept, but there's a lot of people, and there's some that have actually reached out to us and said, I don't run off of a budget. And see, I do. I do. I run off a budget.
1: Is the budget just like strict, strict, strict? No. No. Because I think that when you first start a budget, if you just get too strict, it's kind of like a diet, okay? And I'm going to do a uh, webinar on this um, uh, that you can interact with me, ask me questions, that type thing. Uh, But let me say, a budget is like weight loss. If you eat everything you want today, but tomorrow you decide to take everything away that you love, eventually you're on binge eat. Yep. That's my theory of it. A budget is the same way. To me, that budget is something that is strict. It's like the weight loss. You know, you have to gradually, you know, take things out of your diet or you're going to go back to binging for whatever you took out. So the same thing of your budget. Your budget is, yes, you have to tighten, but you can't take everything out because if you take everything out, then guess what? You're going to binge. You're going to go out and spend a big amount of money one day when you're tired of that budget and then you're all the money that you've saved up, you're going to spend it's it. So that's why I say a budget is like weight loss. It's a gradual thing. So, if you feel like that you need to be on a budget, you need to get on my budget because I started small and kept growing and steady, growing, growing, growing.
2: And I always tell people when it comes to anything, and I had to learn it too, appreciate the small victories. I know we want to have that big grand kaboom successful thing, but celebrate the small ones too because those small ones is what gets you to the big ones. So there's nothing wrong with taking the baby steps to get you up to where you need to be. But I know my mom taught me when it came to me saving, you know, I thought, okay, I got to put, and this was, you know, back when I was working Chick-fil-A and I wasn't making as much as I do now. Um, and so with my paycheck, I was, She's like, a well, boss, man. Well, I can, well, thank you. <laughs> I can save a hundred dollars. But then I was cut short on everything else. And my mom was like, Adrian, you just started at this. Why don't you put back $20 and then you're not going to want to go back, you know, grabbing out of your savings account when your money's getting low. Correct. So, so correct. I, would, correct. I would keep that in mind. It does not have to be. And I tell my clients that I'm like, start saving little small things here and there. It doesn't have to be a huge amount. And you know what? Even if
1: you saved $10, that's 10, $10 you saved. That's how you have to look at it. Stop looking at, well, it's just $10. $10 adds up. But you have to look at $10, zero. Which one's larger?
2: Exactly.
1: $10, zero. Which one's larger?
2: Exactly.
1: So you have to look at it that way. And so I will say to you is, is start small by, you know, every paycheck. Try to save $25. $25 if you truly cannot afford to save $25 save $20 per paycheck
2: and one thing that we you know we thought was a great idea and mom even gave me this idea when I worked at Pier one previously we had direct deposit and I would get my my paycheck direct deposited every every two weeks whatever but there's also options on there that allows you to separate what accounts that you want it to go to so I literally had you know most of my paycheck go towards my checking. And then I had $25 coming out of my paycheck to go into my savings. And that savings account was in a totally different bank than where my checking was. Correct. So that way it was out of sight, out of mind. I knew it was there, but it wasn't easily accessible for me to get to. And I didn't have to worry about myself putting it into there. My job did it for me. So if that's an option that you guys have at your jobs... Utilize it. I promise you, it will help you save money. And that was one of the ways um, that I was able to um, start. you know, on top of real estate and stuff like that. That's how I started training myself to even save up for when I bought my car. And you did that's really how well. I learned.
1: She really Adrian told me the, the kind of car she wanted, and I said, "Well, Adrian, that's an expensive car." And Adrian's never had a car note, so I said, "Because the first car I bought, me and her, my dad, and her dad." And I said, Adrian, I don't think you're ready for that because you've never had a car payment. And I didn't want her to mess up her credit that easily. And so I said to Adrian, I said, okay, Adrian, this is what we're gonna do. I think you should save up the money for your car if this is the car you truly, truly want. Right. And she's like, Mom, and I said, I'm just telling you, this is what you do. So she did okay and so when she saved saved up everything she was able to buy that car free and clear and not worry about car payments so that she could take the rest of her money and put it towards school to get
2: a degree and for the ones that, that don't know you know i'm you know back in school to get my master's that is not cheap <laughs> you gotta pay for that so it's like nothing not is free right and so I, I thank God for my mom telling me that because it did open up to where I could pay for school and, and you know, put monitors in my career, stuff like that, and not have to worry about that, you know, $300, 250 whatever car payment that I could have possibly tried to get back then, or however much it was. I think it may have been more than that. I don't know.
1: Exactly. So you just say, okay, this is what I want to do, and just set a goal. And yeah. she, she didn't... Uh, like every paycheck appeared once she worked part time. Exactly. So you can imagine how long it took her to save that money, but she did it. So it wasn't big amounts, you know, that she was saving. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because she had just started in real estate.
2: So yeah, she so I wasn't really making, you know, a whole lot of money back then when I first started.
1: So save twenty dollars to twenty five dollars per paycheck, and that would be a good way to start out your budget of okay, I wanna budget this savings in here, okay. And then the biggest thing I want everybody to do in starting your budget. Stop paying late fees. When your bills come in, they need to go out. When they come in, they need to go out. Because if you look at how much you spend in late fees on all your bills because you are... Holding Choosing, money. holding money, ch- using that money for other things that truly is not in your budget. Do you know how much money you're throwing away in
2: late fees? And Do you know how many people have told us, literally? They'll say, well, I've got the money. It's sitting over here. Why are you holding it? That money is already spoken for, so why are you holding it? I, had, Mama literally asked somebody one day. It was a, a friend of hers that said something about it, and she was like, So you're just holding money just to hold it? (laughs) Just to say that you've got it when it's already spoken for. Pay it. But you'd rather get a late fee than just pay it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So
2: that's how you have to look
1: at it. And just say, I'm going to pay that late fee. I'm going to stop paying late fees. And I'm just going to buckle down on that. That's the first thing I want you to do with your budget. Stop paying late fees and save at least $20 to $25 per paycheck. I don't need you to do anything else. Right. Start small. These are small ways to save money. Because the more you save, when you start saving that $20, $25, you will automatically increase. And Ivanka will have to tell you that. Because you'll get so addicted to it and see how much money you're throwing right away. Then, yeah. Everybody wants to talk about how many times you go out to eat, you know, how much you can save by not going out to eat. Let's talk about how many times... You pay a late fee. Them late fees are bigger than a the dinner.
2: They are, because you have to think about it. You don't pay a certain bills. There's a lot of companies whose late fees, hundred dollars, fifty dollars, seventy-five dollars, whatever. I mean, when you start adding that up, so you're talking about, you know, say you get hundred-dollar late fee every month. I mean, you're you're now twelve hundred dollars in just late fees.
1: Exactly.
2: And that money could have been used towards what we talked about last week, paying a little bit on your payment, your house payment, to decrease the time and, and get your stuff paid off faster or, or whatever. That could be used towards so many other things.
1: Yeah, so you, you sit there and you say, okay, here you go. I'm going to stop paying late fees and I'm going to save that money. Use an app tracker to track your you paying for different stuff. Use an app tracker to track your spending. That's the way you can see where your money is going Mm -hmm. out to.
2: We're on our phones so much technology. There are so many apps that you can use. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Totally. Totally use. So that's one thing that you need to do. And then your personal finances and money can be used on a phone with those apps your scheduling out. Get your calendar and schedule out. Okay, when my pay period hits this time, I know I've put aside $20, $25 in my savings, okay? And then have that calendar and do a calendar for each month and put 25 to savings just so you can see it. And yes, you know, you're going to get a bank statement, but you, you need to see it on yeah. a regular.
2: And you know my parents, we have a family calendar, y'all. That that it's synced with all of our phones so that everybody knows where everybody's going at what time and we know where family's at. So the family counter for for them, my parents literally put in we'll say Verizon for instance, Verizon, right, on this day. Or or whatever the bill may be on this day. So that it never get it doesn't get missed. And so that's another way that y'all can utilize the counter like she was saying, so you can see what you're doing.
1: Exactly, see what you're doing and then get small rewards mm-hmm. when you know, okay, my pay period's coming this day. Oh, yes, I'm having more money, but guess what? I'm saving money too. So, have yeah. that personal calendar that you know you can see it more often because you get a bank statement once a month, mm-hmm. but you get paid most people, except unless you're a teacher, gets paid once a month. But most people get paid more than once a month, either once a week, once every two weeks, so you get to see yeah. how much you're saving. So it drives you just to save more.
2: Yeah, Mama gets so excited when she's taking money. She gets so excited. Yes,
1: if y'all can see this little bank thing that I have on my desk that I'm uh, that I've got, it it'll give you life that you just add money to it, like dollars and five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, hundred dollars, whatever, and then at the end of and you can put coins in it too, and at the end of the year. You put your uh, your code in it because it looks like a safe, and you put your code in it, and then when you open it up, if your money falls out,
2: that's awesome.
1: I mean it's it's really cool. That so is cool. yeah, so I will uh, share that to my website if you like to get one of those, um, just so you can have that ah uh, moment like I'm. I will <laughs> number two, eliminating and avoiding debt. Pay bills immediately. Don't hold out on money. Use an automatic system for your regular bills if possible. Direct deposits, use those methods to help you save. Put money in your savings every month from your check. Get your employer to take that money out to go directly into your account. Did you know your employer can do that? They can.
2: But I was just telling you how that I did with Pier One, it's not hard to do. You just got to ask.
1: Yes, so do that. And then on uh, number four is. Yvonka, you know, I told you, I love Dave Ramsey, totally believe in him, but my system is different from his, okay? My system is not, his is um, an envelope system. Mine is a piggy bank system. Mine is a piggy bank system, okay? What is a piggy bank system? Any money that you know you've been spending out that you shouldn't be spending that piggy bank that I just told you about that I get to put the codes in there, or whatever. Take that money, like if you going, to, if you was going to go out to eat and you knew, okay, well, I was about to spend $50, but I might eat from home. Take the $50, put it in the bank, in that bank that I'm about to show you. Put that money in there like you really spent it. Because you was going to spend it anyway if you would go to chop house or wherever.
2: So instead of it going towards the restaurant it's going right
1: back into your pocket. Just no, it's but it's, well, going into in your, bank, yeah. it's going into your big bank. Exactly. Your yearly bank. Because I'm going to tell you what you're going to do with that yearly bank. Okay? So any money that you say, okay, I'm not going to go out to eat, because coronavirus is right now, so you're not going out to eat, still act like you was, but put it in a bank. Entertainment. If you're going to spend $30 in entertainment, take that $30, put it in that bank groceries you got to buy groceries that's something you got to do but if you figure out a way that you could save ten dollars on your groceries by using coupons take whatever money that you you saved on your coupons put it in the bank
2: it's a great way to save y'all hear me you were going to Yav- use it anyway the
1: vacus piggy bank savings mm-hmm. system this can be used any, anything you spend money on. If you can cut those things out, but act, still act like you spend it by putting it into that bank. That's how you can build a financial dynasty that will blow your mind. And at the end of the year, at the end of the year, you'll be happy. Tune in to Ivanka's four-part series of financial Building a thought fi- how to build a financial dynasty with Yavonka Landis. Tune in next week for the fourth part and I'll tell you at the end of the year what you're gonna do with the money that you saved in your bank. Bye guys.
2: Bye y'all. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to Talk in Tennessee with Yavonka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web ww.yavancasalsrealestate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavonka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.